0: you're listening to a 58 ember production
1: hey welcome to here for it i'm your host erica Muller. each week we'll be talking all things life fashion and beauty personal development and probably some pop culture along the way as well here for it is your weekly space to get grounded regroup and be inspired to live your best life because really we're all figuring it out as we go and i'm so here for it Hi guys, welcome back to Hear for It. My name is Erica Muller. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so happy to have you. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I want to remind you that in every episode, in the show notes lives a link to a Google form where you can submit anonymously to Hear for You, which is the advice column for this podcast. I am going to be recording the first episode of that over the next couple weeks. And I want to make sure that I am answering as many questions as I possibly can in that episode. Um, So make sure you're submitting. Like I said, it lives there 24-7 and it's completely anonymous. And I will do my absolute best to give you the best advice I possibly can. Okay, now that we have gone over housekeeping, um, I'm really excited to introduce you guys to my sweet friend, Missy Fierro. She is an actor and influencer based out of Chicago, and she's currently on the new Disney Channel series called Saturdays. Saturdays is a show that follows Paris Johnson, who considers roller skating to be part of her soul and lives to go on weekends to her seemingly magical roller rink, the Neon Lit Saturdays. You guys, this show is so cute. I've watched a few episodes and I fully intend to finish the series. Yes, it is on Disney Channel. So it is geared towards, you know, an older kid, teen audience. But I will say it is really well done. It's really well executed. It's funny. Um, it's very lighthearted. And as somebody who was very much obsessed with Disney Channel growing up, I would have loved this show as a kid. And so if you want something light and just a little bit mindless and fun and cute. I highly recommend watching it. And I also think after you hear from Missy, you will be such a fan and want to check out everything that she's doing because she is truly just like the sweetest human ever. So with that, let's get into this episode and I'm so happy to introduce you to Missy. So I know you're a big TikTok girl. Yeah. I feel like the For You page can be wild sometimes, and, like, you end up on random TikTok that you don't mean to be on TikTok. For sure. What are, like, random TikToks that you've been on? Because some of mine are wild.
0: <laughs> really, really weird ones. I'm, like
1: – I, like,
0: see – I see, like, the young kid ones, and I enjoy – I'm not a mom, but I enjoy watching, like – um any parenting TikToks, like I'll watch them all the way through or like giving birth TikToks. And I'm like, I am not even anywhere near having a child, but I will watch it all the way through, which Mm -hmm. is funny. I don't know. How about you?
1: I feel like mine are just so weird. Like the one that always gets me is for a while I was getting mortician TikTok. Oh. Which is like so weird, but also kind of fascinating. Like I learned. Embalming? Yeah. Like, I learned, like, I, like, these people who are morticians would share, like, what happens when somebody dies and, like, what they do. And for a while, I was like, "Why? like, what have I taught TikTok to think that I am interested in this? And that's kind of wild to me. But I will say I watched a couple of them because I was, I was curious.
0: And now, and now it will continue to show up. No, I
1: don't get it anymore. Oh, you don't? And sometimes I wish... I don't know that I wish I would, but it was interesting. Like, for example, like people would ask questions <laughs> and be like, like, if you die on your on your period, do they take your tampon out? Do they? They do. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you're, you're good. Hmm. But like, I would have never like I would never think to yeah. ask that. But yeah. then it was on my page and I was like this is crazy. I also get like for a while I was on tornado TikTok and so it was just like always tornadoes. I enjoy
0: prison TikTok. Do you get those I ever? I get those.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, there's like guys that get like these really grainy cell phones and they will do like sometimes the dances or like cooking no in way. prison. I swear they're really interesting. Yes. I didn't
1: even know that was possible. I get like pet psychic TikTok.
0: Okay, I enjoy anything pets. Like most of my TikTok is pets. Mine is you know, a lot too. Yeah, I just like, or not even pets, just animals in general. True. I'll watch it all the way through. Yeah, they know we're simple. We'll, we're simple-minded people. Simple-minded It
1: doesn't take a lot <laughs> no. to keep us entertained. Yeah, I was like, look at the mama bear cross the street. Adorable. Those are always the best when it's like all the traffic stops and like the little ducks cross the road. You're like, oh, Yeah, no, they yeah. made it
0: safely. Exactly. Love
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, back to like the whole topic of today. I want to talk about. Your acting journey, because you have a show that's out now, Saturdays, which we'll get to in a minute. But I feel like everybody has such a different story on how they got into the acting industry, acting industry. And I feel like nobody's is the same. So I want to know how, like, did you always want to be an actor Um,
0: no. Okay. (laughs) Like, point blank, no. I actually wanted to be a baker growing up. Like, that was my, like, dream. I was like, I'm going to be, like, a chef, a baker. That was, like, you know, I enjoyed doing that as a child. Um, And to this day, I still hobby bake. Like, I'll make a cake for for a friend's birthday. And mm, just credit to myself, they always look great. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, But I wanted to be a model when I was a teenager. That was, like, in the prime of America's... No, America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Tyra Banks and that, that world. I loved it. I watched all of the episodes. I didn't have cable growing up, so I was, like, really into reality TV or anything that was on, like, Channel 7, Channel 9, ABC, NBC. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to be a model. My friend, who is actually my manager now... <laughs> yes, small world. <laughs> she was a child actor, and her mom knew I was interested in modeling and just so happened that her old manager or agent had became a model agent at um, Ford models. And so I submitted to them at like thirteen and signed. Okay, And so that's kind of how I got into the entertainment industry because from there, they were like, well, you can also do commercials, and so I was booking commercials as a kid and auditioning for you know small speaking roles and things like that and then it wasn't until college that I was like I don't really enjoy modeling anymore I don't like what it does to me fit like mentally and it's. I was
1: gonna say getting into the modeling industry at 13 what was that like because (laughs) at the height of America's Next Top Model I was also obsessed but like clearly Terrible. problematic so problematic yes. so much trauma from that. how much of that was like did you actually experience
0: i mean i was a chicago model so i wouldn't say a huge amount before it is continues to be a pretty big modeling agency where my agents asked me to quit the sports i was in because i was building muscle mm-hmm. and i'm a child like i'm a kid and i remember i was struggling with acne as most kids do teenagers pubescent age and um they basically told me i couldn't work i remember going out to the agency to get like measurements done because you'd have to do that in person they would like measure your body mm-hmm. and like to make sure you're on track and then they saw my skin and they're like well we're just gonna have to put you on pause for the next few months and sent me to a dietitian to try to work on my skin yeah
1: oh my god so it
0: just wasn't yeah it wasn't I continue to model, and today today I still do, you know, commercial modeling, but I'm not going to change my body for anything. Um, I'm going to eat what I want and exercise how I want because that's, it's it's not something negotiable for me. Yeah. Good for you if you can do it or if you want to do it.
1: I feel like I've heard um, that the industry is changing, though, and becoming, (laughs) maybe not.
0: (laughs) I think so. I think, like, you know... There's definitely a front of being more body positive, but that's only as far as um, your clients are, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, somebody as cool as, like, Rare Beauty and Selena Gomez, like, they're going to be super body positive and want to get all sorts of models, different shapes, sizes, colors, and then you still have your more traditional modeling that I I don't see it changing too much in that realm.
1: That's true. I guess you don't really see a lot of like runway models in various No. Like I actually just watched the most recent season of Next in Fashion with Gigi Hadid and Tan France. It's Is like it a good? new it's a new I guess it's only the second season, but it's on Netflix and it was really Next good. Next in Fashion. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And they I felt like they were more body inclusive in terms of who they had to create fashion designs for to walk the runway to be judged but i noticed throughout the show they were still saying like well this is sample size oh she's not sample size anymore and they're still referring to sample size as like a zero you know yes so
0: i don't know if it'll ever really change or maybe it will but it's hard to i think i'm jaded so i can't see it happening anytime soon like truly like where every like it's extremely inclusive Because at the end of the day, I think also, like, fashion is this, like, cutthroat world that I just don't, I don't know. It's, like, part of the culture. Oh. Would the culture still exist without it? I don't know.
1: Maybe. I don't know. That's pretty much kind of what pushed me out of fashion was the cutthroatness. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because you went to school for that, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I studied fashion marketing. And I loved it until I had a lot of terrible experiences. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, I'm out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, trauma, man. Very problematic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, but
1: so fast forward. You are now doing some commercial modeling still.
0: Yeah, I still do. I so in college, I think I booked my yeah in college I booked my first speaking role on Chicago Fire, and it was the most fun experience. Fun fact: I actually met my now husband on that day of work. It was just like I was on a high that day. It was a ten out of ten day, even though it was a 15-hour day, which is very common for these shows. Like, I had so much fun, like, talking to actors, and I, like, got to be so creative, and it was... I got to see all of, like, the movie magic happen, like, for the first time, because commercials can be... uh, What's the word? Not that exciting. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I've been on cool ones, but even with, like, the coolest one compared to, like, a really great day on, like, a TV set, there's there's just no comparison. And so... I don't know. I got that the the feeling and the the glimmer in my eye from that day, and I was like, I want to be an actor. And at the time, I was going to I was going to college to get a business degree. So I was like, this does not align. Um, but I finished my degree, and with whatever extra credits I had, where I could like kind of pick what I wanted to do, I was doing like cinematography classes and acting classes because I was so interested in trying to pursue a career that was not what my degree was going to be um and from there that that's kind of how I started in like a full-time all of my effort going into
1: acting I want to hear I mean I know your husband is like a stuntman yes is that what he was doing on set that day
0: that's what he was doing on set. That and day. he charmed yeah. you yeah I thought he
1: was so cool <laughs> I am obsessed with this story he he tells it
0: totally different than me because he is like I had the flu so he was like he had the flu. Okay. So he was like, I felt like absolute garbage. He's like, this cute girl's like coming up to me. But then also, I think I was playing 14 at the time. Because <laughs> obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he was like, wasn't even sure how old you were. And <laughs> um, I wanted to be iffy. friendly, but also I felt like crap. And I kind of just wanted to like read my book on the water cooler and wait for my scenes to come up. Because this is at the time where, like, obviously before COVID, you go to work no matter what. Mm-hmm. Cold, flu, whatever, you go to work because otherwise you screw everybody over on set. It wasn't...
1: Yeah, your cost in production, a whole lot everybody. of money. Everybody. don't like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Oh, a flu? Here's a box of tissues. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, Sneeze in between scenes. Yeah. So I, I was kind of, like, talking him up and thought he was cool. And I never even heard about stunts. Like, I knew there were stunt people, but... I never really conceptualized it. I mean, that day my eyes opened to like a whole new world. I remember because I had like this very dramatic scene where I had like break out of glass and I was like laying on glass and I remember feeling the glass and it was like um, gooey. I I don't even know. Um, It's like silicone. Yeah, Yeah, it's like silicone. It's it's, like fun to like squishy glass. And I was like, what is It was just so cool. Everything was amazing that day. And yeah, it just opened my eyes to a possibility of acting.
1: I love that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then let's talk about now you're on Saturdays. I'm on Saturdays now, um, which is on Disney Channel. On Disney, Disney Channel
0: right now. You can watch it on Fridays at mm,
1: eight seven central. Eight,
0: eight <laughs> yeah, I think it's eight eight Eastern. Okay, eight Eastern, eight thirty Eastern, something like that. Okay. Wow, I'm bad. because um, I get all the Eastern Central West yeah. Coast times all, all confused. Anyway, um super exciting. Yeah, I'm on a Disney channel show at, and
1: I graduated college six years ago. So that's a pretty big deal, I feel like. Huge Is that six deal. years ago? No, maybe not that far, but you know. <laughs> I want I'm like so curious to ask you about this because when I was growing up, and I think many people, you know, you wanna be on Disney Channel. Like yes. you wanna be Hannah Montana, you wanna be in high school musical. 100%. It just like I talk about it and I have like chills on my arm because <laughs> I'm like, I was that girl and I know you probably were too. Hundred percent, yes. And so then, you know, we grow up and we're like, God, I wanna be on Disney Channel, Disney Channel, mm-hmm. and then you keep getting older and then you're like, I'm I'm a full on adult now. Like you're married. Yes. But you're playing seventeen on this yeah. Disney show. So I'm curious, like how do you feel like you're honoring your younger self or is it just like a weird weird thing to process like how do you feel
0: I well, no, it was it was a dream come true and it's one of those dreams that you give up on like I gave up on wanting Mm -hmm. to walk a runway in Milan and you know eventually you give up on your ability to be on Disney because what are the chance I mean maybe Disney plus but I was like when I would tell people that I was going to be on this Disney show they're like oh on Disney plus I'm like no Disney
1: channel (laughs) Like, I'm going to stand in the corner yeah. and draw the ears.
0: <laughs> yeah. oh, um, and people were were shocked by that. I was shocked by that. Um, and it was a really, really exciting, like, to get the phone call. I Like, I still, like, I get teary-eyed thinking about it because it was, it's my first reoccurring role. So it was just, like, a big deal. And um, the role even grew as we continued to film. And we're out, like, literally be driving home at the end of the day, like, teary-eyed because it was just such a cool experience and I felt really really grateful for the opportunity Um, and I think people like it like I think it's really funny and so it's really cool to also be making something that I know kids all around the country are enjoying and maybe around the world one day which is really exciting because to get to be that person that gets to be a role model one day is exciting.
1: I feel like you have tears in your eyes now. I know! <laughs> that is the cutest thing ever. I'm so happy for you.
0: Yeah, it's um, it's been a very happy, exciting year and experience.
1: Yep. And you got to film in Chicago, which is like unheard of that Disney Channel is filming a show outside of Los Angeles. That's true.
0: Well, they filmed the pilot in in New Orleans, actually. And then I think... They just had some production issues there and so came up to Chicago because Chicago has some really good tax incentives, which is why some movies and TV shows do come here. But I think it's actually one of the reasons I also did get the opportunity is that even though it was from my agent, uh, my manager in L.A., I think they were able to also pitch me as a local, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. And so, yeah, I got to work with people like i i saw my husband's dad on set one day because he was coordinating the stunts for something oh my god and it's just cool to be like working closely with people that i've seen in the commercial world and in other aspects of like the chicago industry that's
1: exciting that's so exciting also i know the show is like meant for kids but i've watched a few episodes of (laughs) it did you i did oh my god i I love that thank you yes you're so cute i love your character but also, like the show is funny. Like it is I funny. was laughing. I was like, yes. I enjoy this. Like it's it's written well. It's such a unique concept. Um, and I feel like everybody just like the mom and the dad. I feel like they have great banter. The little taco truck that you come in and like help <laughs> reboot. You yes. know, like it's so cute and it fun. Cute. Yeah, and I
0: love the um the skate aspect of it. I didn't get a skate this season. Even though I think I'm a decent skater, so I think they missed out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just think it's cool to also, like, add, like, a physical element to it where it's, like, a sport. And it's something that kids can be like, oh, my gosh, I want to learn how to skate. Like, can for my birthday, can I get a pair of skates? Like, it's just an exciting um, – it makes it a little more, like, dynamic and exciting, in my opinion, to have, like, a – I don't know, a sport in it it's it's just a it's very it's a very cool experience to be on a disney channel show and i would have never believed that like after marriage i would land a
1: role on a disney channel show but here we are okay so then that brings me to my next question because i know i feel like you're into mindset work and stuff like that yes
0: yeah we go to the same coach yes
1: do you do like are you into manifesting like do you feel like you have something where you're like i want to make a vision board or like how do you set goals well, I'm a goal writer. Okay.
0: So every year I like to, like, lay out my my plan for the year, and I'll have, like, different um, little subcategories. So it's, like, career, family, personal, health. Uh, and then I love to, like, get the – and we, can like, leave it on a poster board in our room, which is actually embarrassing if you are ever looking at the back side of my door in my bedroom. <laughs> but it's really exciting to be able to, like, cross something out and be like, I accomplished that. I don't go as far as manifesting in, um, like, like saying I want to do something. Because sometimes, and this is, like, something I'm still working on, but I feel like if you are too, um, what's the word, like, caught up on wanting to accomplish, like, one specific thing or a task, it won't happen or it'll be harder for you. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes just, like, letting it go and letting the world work around you and letting the universe know you're ready is almost better that's just how I do it but I know I know a lot of people like love to like like write down exactly their goal and be very specific and it works for them I'm not exactly there though
1: yeah well I think you like when you broaden yourself up you're releasing that resistance of like oh my yes. god I need this I need this I used to like for years with acting I was petrified to go on vacation like I turned down really good like I had a friend invite me to Paris Fashion Week And I said, no, because I was afraid of missing out on auditions. And Mm -hmm. it was like this fear based thing of like, if I I, if I go, I'm I'm not in it anymore and an opportunity could come up and I'm not going to get it. But then once I finally started being like, you have to live your life, like you have to go on vacation and go to people's birthdays and things like that, it became this pattern where every time I would go out, go out of town, I would book something. Oh yes,
0: a hundred. It's like it's a well-known industry thing. Yeah, I. It's the Murphy's law. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've flown home from like um, vacation, worked a day, and then flown back and met everyone back out. Because I was like, even if it's just like me spending every dollar I made that day, it's like a resume booster. I'm happy to do it residuals one day. So like even if it's like, super expensive for me to fly back from I think we were in Puerto Rico and then fly back, it's worth it. <laughs> totally. Um so I get that. I I think that's normal for everyone in the industry. My husband experiences this all the time. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the day of work that you do have, like if I were to be on hold for a commercial, like I'll also be um or I'll I'll book something else on that same day. I'm like, "What? Why that specific day? But there's An entire month that I don't work or something, you know.
1: It's always what's that saying, like feast or famine. Yes, like everything always happens at once or rain it pours. We have nothing. Yeah, (laughs) so funny. Okay, so then, do you do you think you would ever work with your husband? Uh, So we,
0: so we worked on that first day together when we met, which is cute. And we have not worked um, in any, like on any. No, we have not worked where I'm an actor and he is a stunt person on any other show. I do. So during COVID, I became, I took a bunch of intimacy coordinating classes. So we've worked in that aspect together on like short films and indie films where I intimacy coordinate and he stunt coordinates. Um, And that's been really fun to be able to work together. But even the days that we're working together, we typically aren't even on set on the
1: same days, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. (laughs) Wait, talk about that for a second. When it comes to intimacy coordinating, like what are you doing specifically?
0: Well, before I'll kind of plan what the, like what the action is. So I'll talk to the director, the writer, find out exactly what they wanted. um, And then go to the actors and make sure that that's something that is agreed upon with them and then we write it up into a contract where they um where they know what is going to be expected but then also and which they could always break that contract that's never something that you have to just just to let you know like if you're ever in that position you whenever you um, sign an intimacy writer that writer can always be changed by the actor but when it comes to production they cannot add any more nudity or anything else to your contract with. Um, I think they have 24, 48 hours before. Mm-hmm. I have to look at my notes because it's been a little bit. But so, so it's just like so, everybody has an agreement and understanding. So on the day, everyone knows and everyone's prepared. Then you talk to wardrobe, make sure that they have the right kind of garments, um, and then and then you kind of help with the action on the day. You run a rehearsal with everyone, make sure everyone feels comfortable that it looks believable, because obviously there's never any actual, like, um, sex going on in, on set. And um, and then and then you shoot it. And that's that's the day of an intensity coordinator. It's actually really um, interesting and fun. I kind of took it for acting myself, because I was like, I'm kind of getting roles that mm-hmm. are more mature, and I don't totally feel comfortable yet with these. Mm-hmm. And then after taking these courses, I was like, this is a this, I, I feel comfortable, this is a breeze, I know what I'm doing now, um, and I think I can help other people, which has been
1: a cool experience. I love that you did that, because nobody really talks to you about it, but then all of a sudden you get auditions, and it's like, well, they want to show X amount of your left boob, or yes. like this, and it's like very specific, or it's like, if you're not even open to this possibly changing, don't audition. Yeah. And so <laughs> the fact that now, and I don't, I think it has always been a thing where there's it's been coordinated but I think even more so now it's kind of act as like a liaison and an advocate for the actor which is nice
0: um and then you also are letting them know like what their their rights are because as an actor you are put in a very vulnerable position all the time
1: yeah okay so moving on from acting I know you also like we talked about in the beginning TikTok Mm. girl (laughs) influencing (laughs) how I feel like they kind of go hand in hand but how do you feel like you balance both of those worlds
0: I do feel like they go hand in hand and it's one of the reasons I do it is that I have a lot of extra time as an actor um, and to try to find or to try to fill your time and be creative at the same time is really hard and to also try to like pepper in maybe a little bit of income is even harder. <laughs> so I feel like all of those things Those boxes are checked for a content creator, Mm -hmm. Um, and I just I enjoy it. I started doing TikTok during COVID because I was bored and it was fun, and thought, why not learn a dance? There's no there's no reason not to. And I slowly like gained a following through that year. I know I think I mean that was I just started at a really good time. I think yeah, because people are like, what do you what can you do? I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> um, try to rewind the clock a couple years because <laughs> uh, it was really easy to grow and be seen at that time um, and so yeah it's grown into you know making a little bit of income and being able to just do do fun fun stuff I used to do little skits with one of my friends in this actual uh, in this center where oh, we're really? taping to right now yes
1: that's so yeah funny. so just like to be creative I feel like you enjoy it. The first day you and I met, you were like, let's, let's do it a TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. You know what I
0: don't enjoy anymore? Instagram. Instagram has really fallen off for me.
1: Okay. It's so funny you say that because I feel like a lot of people say that. And I... You still like your Instagram. I do still like Instagram. But here's the thing is I like Instagram when it's photos. Like mm-hmm. I am sick of Instagram trying to be TikTok. Yes. Like, let TikTok be its own thing and come back to the photos. Because the thing for me about Instagram was always, like, I feel like this is my space to be, like, curate my page in, like, an editorial, like, fun, Mm -hmm. like, you know, back in the day, like, you look at, like, Teen Vogue or something like that. like, now I have, like, my own digital space for that. And that's how I've always viewed Instagram. And I just feel like you don't have to be as, like, outlandish there. Like, you can just be a little bit more, like, whatever you want. Where TikTok, again, it's like you never know what's going on over there. (laughs) But I do like TikTok.
0: I like what you said about that. That's so true. Because I do look back at my prime of Instagram, which was maybe, like, 2018. And I'm like, oh, my God, look how cute my page was. Like, the colors all match. I was doing all pink theme at this point or whatever it was. and. I kind of miss those days. But yeah. I, we're just so far past it. I we're don't think so it'll ever come back.
1: It. But you know what's interesting is, like, I think when – and I should – I'm not on Instagram as much as I should be, but it's just, <laughs> like, it's one of those things. There's so many things to juggle.
0: There's so many. I mean, the fact that you do a podcast, kudos to you, girl, because <laughs> – and you, like, do it once a week. It could never be me. It could n- – not <laughs> like, I'm just trying to, like, do my laundry once a week. <laughs> Good for you.
1: Thank you. But so some things you just – got to balance. But – um.
0: Right, and, like, everyone's always saying, like, okay, the algorithm now needs you to tag three times, and you need to post every day this way, and if you want to be seen, you need to be on Reels. I'm like, this is not fun. No, it's
1: stressful.
0: <laughs> yeah, where I feel like on TikTok, it just feels a little more, at least for me, I post what I want, when I want, and it doesn't feel like that same stress. Yeah. But I would like to get back like that. So maybe I just need to start start posting what I want, because that's what Gen Z does. You just see them posting these blurry whatevers and good for them.
1: (laughs) Honestly, so true. I think they're in that category of, like, they post whatever the heck they want, and Mm -hmm. they're not thinking about what everybody else is, like, viewing it as.
0: Right. Unless it's, like, all a facade to look carefree, (laughs) and really, Mm -hmm. and really, they're just carrying extra to (laughs) me.
1: Like, how deep is this rabbit hole? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so both of those industries, like, influencing and acting, you deal with rejection. Like, it's just part of Oh my god! Yeah, when you like, like, this
0: is the best TikTok that I've ever created, and you have five likes, you're like, okay,
1: it's- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you deal with that? Like, um,
0: <clears throat> for me, at least in the acting realm, I do. I when I look at any audition, and this this is not always like when I tr- I try to let go of any feeling of wanting in any audition and just try to make it like a job where I am showing up on set and I'm going to do what I need to do or I'm getting a an audition and I'm going to tape it and do what I need to do I don't overtape ever I'm pretty quick uh, and I try not to like work like I know lots of people have like a long process and I try to let that go a little bit because yeah. I think it creates a, <clears throat> a feeling of Holding on to something that doesn't really suit you, and then you feel that really big rejection when it doesn't happen, which you could not book a role for a million reasons, literally a million <laughs> reasons. Yeah, and um, to to let that go and to always just go into that mindset of, well, I'm just like doing my job by auditioning and and letting that go. After it has served me the best, and I. Not to say that I don't always, like, when I get a really great CW audition, I'm like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Like, I, I feel myself, like, hold on to it. And I try to let it go as much as possible because I just know that doesn't serve me, at least, like, mindset-wise, rejection-wise.
1: Yeah. But, I love that. I feel like you – I think – and that's to your benefit of having so many different things in your life to to go to. Like, you have acting. You have influencing. You have – all these interests so you're not always just putting all that pressure and focus onto the one thing which you were saying earlier about like when you set goals
0: yes yeah I do set a lot of goals and in different areas I also think that I was rejected at such a young age a lot and it does help um you know because then you going back into the industry and actually picking probably I would say an arguably harder career path because I just feel like there's more actors Mm -hmm. um I would say to choose that again, I knew that I was choosing a life of rejection. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. You're just taking
1: yeah. it one day at a time.
0: One day at a time, not holding on to whatever it is. I mean, all of us do it, but to try to let it go as much as possible um, and, and, you know, living your life. And when something good happens, celebrate.
1: Totally. Okay. I... The name of this podcast is Here For It. Mm -hmm. So I have a segment called Here For It. Okay. And I have a few things that I want to know what you're here for. Okay. Okay. So what show are you here for right now besides Saturdays?
0: Well, yeah. Saturdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have been watching... So Al- Abbott Elementary is, like, my absolute new favorite comedy. I've been making everybody watch it. And I was there in the first season before everyone was obsessed. Just want to say that. Um, what else am I watching right now? I'm re-watching Dance Moms because <laughs> it's just, like, my comfort show. I go to, to like, that or Schitt's Creek um, basically every night. And then what? Um, watch Daisy Jones and the Six, which I read the book. And... I loved watching the show more like, than the book, more than the book, because in the book, you can't hear mm. the music mm. and they re- and and actually I was out on Saturday and on Touch Tunes They had the songs from Daisy Jones and the six, the, the show. So it was really exciting. Um, Got to play that. Anyway, that was that. That's been like my new fave show that I've been telling everybody about. Um, but I've heard
1: mixed reviews. Some people aren't really into the have you watched? I haven't. I'm like halfway through the book, so I'm like, I need to finish the book before I can watch. The
0: okay. Show. And then when I did more research because I'm so obsessed, <laughs> um, apparently, they adapted the, or the book was a manuscript for for the sh- for the show first. And then they came out with the book and, and Reese was already signed on to it to be creating the show at the same time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it all it all was like it, it was either going to be a show or a book. And they decided to, like, use the book as a way to kind of sell the show even further, which is exciting. That is it's cool. Exciting.
1: That is cool. Yeah. 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 OK. Um, what is a mindful practice or habit you're here for? So I like writing down my goals, um, and I also
0: like writing down, like, on my phone and my lists, like, just, like things that I'm going to do, And but that's not, like, I'm going to do the laundry today. That's, like, I'm going to try to regulate my emotions better by doing this today, and, like, writing down, like, my my kind of, like, mindset goals for the day as well. And then if I feel like I accomplish them, I'll click, like, I'll, I'll check it off and then if not then I'll keep it on the list for the next day so I can check it off hopefully when I accomplish whatever mindset goal I have that day oh I love that yeah it feels really good I love checking and like crossing things off I'm oh, oh, a checklist girl same yeah
1: yeah wait so do you have a new well unless it's like rolled over do you have a new mindset goal every day um well I don't write my list every day okay
0: I'm just not that organized of a person I I just am not you are
1: I know you are
0: <laughs> you're on time I was like okay I have so much time this morning I end up being like 10 minutes late I was I'm I you know I write my my lists maybe a couple times a week but I don't I don't always accomplish them no
1: <laughs> you don't have to accomplish them I was just curious yeah how often how, often, how yeah. often
0: is how often I remember and how often I'm on my phone yeah you know? And, like, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I'll be like, okay, I have to return to H&M, and then, like, today I want to be, like, like express gratitude to Mike for doing this. Like, like those little things, you know?
1: Yeah. Just, like, write it down. Love that. Okay, what Disney show or movie will you always be here for? I just rewatched The Cheetah Girls.
0: Oh, no, Lizzie McGuire movie. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's so many. Princess Diaries. <laughs>
1: so many. There's
0: so many. Yeah. And you know what? I don't... I'm on a Disney show now, and I think it's amazing. But I think we grew up in the golden age of Disney.
1: One hundred percent. We really did. Like, w- truly, I feel like we had the best cartoons, the best. Like everything was everything the best. Was so good, and, and even rewatching as an
0: adult, because I do. Like, they're all still really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we we were lucky for that. I mean, we even had like Disney Radio. Yes. Does that ex- exist still? I think it does. On, oh, really? Um. XM? Radio Disney. Yeah. Oh, no, XM. XM.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay,
0: so then they still have that. Yeah. I just remember like like being in like my fancy friends' parents cars and they had like Disney XM. I was like, "Oh my, We are. this is fancy." <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the studio is actually just down the street from Buena Vista Studios where you were, where you had the premiere. Really? Yeah.
0: See, that's one thing. You know, thank God I didn't like try to be an actor when you needed to be a triple threat cuz I cannot sing.
1: Really? I cannot sing. That surprises me. I feel like you could sing. Absolutely not. Have you tried?
0: Yeah. I actually auditioned for High School Musical.
1: <laughs> you did?
0: Burn that tape. I know it exists somewhere. Burn it. Because me singing was... For who? Gabriella? I don't remember. Oh, no. High School Musical, the TV show. Oh, the TV
1: show. Yeah. Okay, yeah so like
0: Olivia Rodrigo's TV show.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, no. Okay. I was like, wait <laughs> a minute. You were like... No, we no. We were young when High School Musical came out.
0: No, this is like at the like the beginning of my acting career. I cannot believe I even got the the audition, and I remember watching me sing like just that portion back, and I was like, oh my, I'm so sorry, whoever had to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing, <laughs>
1: embarrassing.
0: That's like that's one thing. Every actor that's super successful, if you win a Golden Globe, you should have to expose yourself in one bad audition. Just so that everyone else that's pursuing this can feel good about themselves a little bit.
1: I like that. Yeah. How do we – let's contact SAG. <laughs> yeah. We, we
0: need to contact the – what do they call it? The committee? The, no. the academy. The academy. We need,
1: yeah. <laughs> we need to contact the academy. Change the rules. Change them. Um, okay. What's something you were here for and now you aren't? Hmm. Like for me, true crime.
0: Oh, you don't watch it anymore?
1: Because it's scaring you? Can't sleep. Really? Anxiety. Wow. I just feel like I can't live in a constant state of like the world is... It's ending. Dangerous, yeah. I know.
0: I feel like that about like the news. I need to like... Yeah, I do. Like when I consume too much, I'm like, okay, well, I need to have a, <laughs> a mental health day. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, yeah, the news. You know what? I don't drink coffee anymore. Okay. Um. It gave me really bad anxiety. Yeah, same. But it, it was. it was... A norm, I think in college, everybody drinks coffee, and I don't even think I ever needed it. It was just what everyone else was doing and cool and tasty, but it would literally make my heart like beat out of my chest. And I learned that in like live auditions when we would still go in the room. I was like, I had my worst auditions when I had like a cup of coffee and it was like sitting in a coffee shop preparing all day before, like the whole day or morning before. So, yeah, I cut that out of my life. I drink tea now. And I'm much less anxious. I think I'm just like already an energetic anxious person, so I don't need, you don't need a more anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> uh and yeah, it's it's helped. And you know, I sleep better because I don't drink coffee too. So that's nice.
1: That is nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> What's a goal you're here for this year?
0: <clears throat> I'm I'm thinking about my goals board and I wanna like pick my best one. <clears throat> So this is not exciting, but I am trying to pay down my debt. That is exciting. Yeah. I've been doing like the Dave Ramsey
1: mm-hmm.
0: method where you pay like your smallest the credit snow- cards first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know it. The
1: snowball. I, yeah. I know Dave Ramsey. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Well, there you go. Um, And it's been working, too. I've been watching my credit score go up. I'm like in the high 700s for the first time in my life. Um, And yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to buy a house in the next like few years and I know that just having that financial burden of getting rid of my debt would be really nice and so yeah I'm trying to pay down my credit cards and my my student loans <laughs> uh, get, <laughs> I, I, but we'll, we'll see how far I get into that goal but it, it, it's been a good like focus which is the first time I've ever done that in my life normally I'm just like we'll figure it out it's hard to plan with this career because you don't really know how much money you'll be making you really don't. It yeah. changes all the time. Changes all the time. Yeah. Actually, SAC has a really good course <laughs> that you can learn like financial and money management. And I listened to it or like part of like a podcast with it one time. And I was like, I should do it. But I never actually took the course. I'm pretty sure it's free. Is it just online? I don't know. I'm not sure. There was a podcast and the um, woman that teaches it. But yeah, it might be like just like a, a Zoom class type oh. thing. And I was like, I, we should take advantage of more of the SAG things. If you're a SAG member, look it up.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have also one other segment on this show called Here for You. And it's like an advice column okay. where people can submit questions. And Oh, cute. Yeah. Love so, that. So I just want to end with what's a piece of advice you have gotten that has stuck with you and maybe you live by?
0: Well, I'm going to stay on the actor, on the actor realm. Um, And I'm going to do two pieces of advice. One is that um, your tapes should always be faster. Have your reader read faster. And two, and it always works. Like if you listen back to a tape where your reader is going slower and faster, the tape where your reader is going faster is 100 times better. Two is that the only actors that won't make it in this life and won't book anything in this life are the ones that quit. So just continue on. Never quit. My, like, college teacher told us that. He was like, the – uh, I forgot exactly what he said but he, he basically told us that you cannot fail in this career as long as you do not quit in this career and I think about it all the time because I see a lot of actor friends slowly slowly kind of give up the the passion the love for it and um, yeah the, the small amount of acting classes I took in college that was like the best piece of advice he ever gave so when you're feeling down just know other people are too and the people that stick it out are the ones that are going to succeed
1: I love that. Such a great reminder.
0: Yeah. It's not always easy.
1: (laughs) No, it's not, but it's true. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. We'll let everybody know where they can find you.
0: Uh, You can find me at Instagram, even though I don't post much (laughs) on there anymore. Missy J Fierro, F-I-E-R-R-O. And my TikTok is Miss, Y E A H. Missia, Missyah,
1: Miss This has been a fifty-eight Ember production.